Hello, and welcome to the School of Attraction podcast. I'm Damien Deeker, and I'll be talking to you about a range of topics from dating, attraction, masculinity, sexuality, life philosophy, and much, much more. So without any further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy listening to today's podcast just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. Hey guys, I was doing a Zoom coaching call with a client last week and we got into a point of some friction together because I wanted him to make some changes to his online dating profile that would turn some women on at the expense of turning other women off. And he was worried about further decreasing the number of women who might match with him when he already had so few matches. So didn't want to do what I was suggesting. In describing to him how much Tinder's ranking system has changed in the last couple of years, I realized this would be a great video for my YouTube viewers as well. Because the way Tinder and indeed other online dating apps now ranks people has changed quite dramatically. And I hope I don't need to tell you that understanding how the ranking system works and how to exploit it is the key to building a prolific profile that will get more matches. So let's talk about that. Okay, so here's a quick history of online dating and ranking systems. You see, every online dating app has a tricky decision to make. It has to decide which profiles to show to its men and women. Since most people don't have the time or patience to swipe every available member around, so Tinder can only send you a small slice of the people available. Now, at first you may think, well, that's easy, Damien. Just randomize who gets to see who. That would be fair. And indeed, that would be fair and would rank just fine until another competing app comes along and says, we're going to show our female users the most attractive men first. And we'll do that by showing women the male profiles that get the most right swipes. Now, why would an app do this? Because that will draw all the female users to that app and men will organically go wherever the women go. So you have to be the app that matches the most women up with men they're going to get along well with. This worked well at first, but then there was a problem. The few men who knew how to design the most attractive profiles were match farming. That is, they were trying to match with as many women and sleep with as many women as possible. Meanwhile, the women were more and more ending up feeling like pieces of meat. And what may be a surprise to many men, women were leaving Tinder after only a month on average due to this feeling. So something needed to change to alter this dynamic. First, Tinder tried to increase the importance of distance and time since last online, so that women would see more average male profiles from time to time. But as it turns out, those men weren't behaving any better on average. Women also found that the only men they were finding were the generic kinds of guys. Cute, but never really quite what they wanted. And this was more or less the state of online dating up until about three or four years ago. You had to be the top most right swipe profiles for most women to see you. And this is also how most men think the ranking systems still work. But actually, Tinder did away with the desirability score system in 2009. Even less well known is that so did many other online dating apps around this time, and actually Tinder was really just trying to keep up with the latest trends. So how does this new system work exactly? Well, let's stop thinking about online dating for a moment and think about Netflix. When you hop onto Netflix, it has to decide which shows to recommend to you. 
The way that it does this is it looks at all the TV shows and movies that you've watched. And then it looks for other users who have also watched a similar set of shows. And it asks, what else did these people watch? Then it, suge it suggests those shows to you as well, because it figures you'll have similar tastes. This is also how Spotify and Amazon decide what to advertise to you as well. Tinder and most other online dating apps appear to use a similar system. It is showing you the kinds of women it thinks you will like based on what guys with similar swiping patterns to yours will like. Have you ever noticed how some men complain of constantly being shown fake Tinder accounts while you only see them pop up occasionally? This is the new ranking system at play. It recognizes that you seem to right swipe on women's profiles with Instagrams in their profiles and impossibly perfect photos. So it just keeps showing you those kinds of women. Tinder is also doing this for women. It's showing photos of men to the women who Tinder thinks they'll like based on their past swiping patterns. So how many matches you get right now depends not as much on an overall ranking so much as the overlap between the two of you. Okay, so this might sound interesting, but so far it's not immediately obvious how this can help you. After all, if you like cute women and cute women don't like you, then you're just as screwed regardless of how they want to sort you internally, right? Well, no. You see, humans seem to have categorical tastes. That is, we know an attractive man or woman when we see one. We can largely agree on who is broadly attractive and who isn't. But when it comes to who really rings our bells, we do have quite a spectrum of tastes. Consider this for a moment. Here are two kinds of men who are attractive to women. The lead singer in a rock band covered in tattoos and a successful clean-cut office worker. I'm pretty sure we can all agree both men can be sought after by women. But have you ever actually stopped to consider the very obvious point that the sorts of women who will be lust after each stereotype are likely to have very little overlap? There will be some women who are turned on by both kinds of guys, but generally, it's different women. This means that you could be a super desirable lead singer in a rock band, but if you're only swiping on the profiles of women who generally dig clean-cut business guys, then you're rarely going to get any matches. I know this sounds crazy, but you'd be surprised how often this is a part of the solution for the guys that I work with. And ultimately, this is why niching is the new key to online dating success for both men and women. Because Tinder no longer uses an outright ranking system like the old days, we don't have to be so concerned with being considered hot by most women. Instead, you have to find a niche you could fit into that will have some women into you. So if I think about my own profile, and I think about what sides of my personality exist, there are many versions of myself I could show that wouldn't be at all a lie. I could put up a profile with a photo of myself meditating, myself lying in a hammock reading a book, myself in Ubud in Bali surrounded by rice paddies and temples. Essentially a profile showing my new age hippie side. Alternatively, I could put up a profile with photos of myself at the gym, myself at martial arts class, myself rock climbing, and myself hiking. These are two very honest parts of who I am, but they're niched to appeal to a very different demographic of women. In fact, the women who right swipe one niche of Damien are very unlikely to right swipe the other niche of Damien. And so long as I'm right swiping on women who are likely to like that niche of me, 
then I'm going to get more matches than if I just created a profile designed to appeal to the average woman. It's easier to rank well for a pool of women who dig new age guys, who meditate and do yoga, than it is to rank well for women in general. It's easier for a guy who's a 6 or 7 out of 10 in genetic looks to get one of these ladies' attention and get seen than it is for the same man to get the attention of the average woman on Tinder. So when I'm doing one-on-one Zoom sessions with clients, this is just one of the ways I'm using a deep understanding of online dating ranking systems to get results for guys. Now, there are actually many aspects to Tinder's matching system that can be used to your benefit. Niching your profile is just a powerful one of many. I highly recommend you check out my School of Online Dating course. Uh, I'll post the link below. In this program, I'll show you exactly how to design a profile for yourself that will get matches and dates by exploiting a deep understanding of how the system works. If you do sign up, you can also get personal feedback from myself and the other coaches on our members-only Facebook group. Again, I know this is a pretty geeky topic, but hey, I'm a geek. I absolutely love understanding complex systems and then looking for ways to exploit those systems. That's my jam. Until next time, guys, take care, stay safe, and I'll see you all in my next video. That's it for today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. Don't forget to check us out at schoolofattraction.com. I highly recommend you check out my comprehensive and free dating personality test, which you can find by clicking personality test at the top of the page. Thanks again for tuning in, and I look forward to seeing you in my next podcast.